Well, welcome, welcome to the uh, inaugural pilot episode, double O digits, of the Bunch of Casuals podcast. If you're tuning in, then you might enjoy gaming, you might enjoy casualness, and you might enjoy me. My name is Cage DePaul, I'm your host, and I'm joined by a bunch of casuals. Today I have Jordan Franco. What's Yo, going on, Jordan? Nothing much, player. Just playing some new Apex Legends, you know? Game's popping off. Pop, popping off, indeed. And I also have the John Mello, my friend. How you doing, John? Good. How's, how's it going, buddy? Oh, it's going great, buddy. How, how's your day doing? It's wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful. John, uh, I have a question for you. Do you like video games? They're okay. Sometimes they upset me. Sometimes they make me a uh, happy boy. Happy boy. Uh, do you like comedy? No. Well, can can you say yes? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, do you like podcasts? No. Chuck, can you? All right. Can you, yeah, they're can, they're good. Oh my God! Well, this would be the place for you. This is a bunch of casuals, a brand new amateur comedy gaming podcast that I have. Uh, I, I do another podcast, if you're listening to this, uh, First in Ten, a sports podcast of mine. And I've been enjoying podcasts so much that I figured I would start a second one. This one's a lot more laid back, a lot more casual, for a lack of a better term. And I'm going to be bringing on a bunch of my buddies every week as we talk about the latest video games, what we're playing, and what kind of interests us, as well as playing a few games every once in a while. So today I brought two of my common partner in crimes, Jordan Franco and John Mello, and we're going to be going with you guys some of the big games that have come out in the last week. Jordan, you kind of prefaced one of the bigger ones, Apex Legends. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts about it? Apex Legends. Well, I can tell you right now that I never got into Battle Royale games. Like, when we played Fortnite, I was like, eh, it's all right. But the whole building thing kind of threw me off. Like, mm. John, I don't think I've ever talked to you about this. Did you ever play any of the Battle Royales before? Like, were you ever into any of those? I only really played uh, PUBG and Fortnite, but I don't really like Fortnite. I kind of mm-hmm. liked PUBG, but um, I only played it at PAX like one time. And, okay. Uh, yeah, it was okay. It wasn't. It was kind of boring, in my opinion. But like, the community is like hilarious because. <laughs> Why is the community I, hilarious? I know the one example like, you're thinking of. Don't say it. <laughs> no, uh, say it. Say it. I need to know. I literally got into a game. Yeah. It was me and my friend at PAX. Okay. And this dude ran up to me, who was on our team. Like it was a three-man <laughs> squad. Yeah. And he killed both of us. <laughs> and then like he called me something like a racial slur <laughs> and then he ran away and, and that, that was, was my, it that was my first ever game <laughs> i was like Gee, thank you <laughs> that is actually that's hilarious i never knew that story well yeah i mean battle royals can be kind of toxic i feel like PUBG. i never got into it was just never seemed to entertain me and then fortnite i played for a while still kind of played casually but I definitely say Apex has been a huge hit. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you'd enjoy it necessarily. I think you might a little bit, John, because you are a huge fan of Overwatch, right? Yeah. And I the whole, it. like, hero kind of style of play is really, like, that's a big thing I like about it. Where you can have different ultimates and different classes of heroes is really cool. Yeah, it was, um, I don't know. I, I haven't really given it a shot. I haven't been able to play it. Mm-hmm. I know you guys play on um, Xbox, so I can't really play with you, but... uh. I probably would like it if I played it. I'm not yeah. huge into battle royales, but mm-hmm. it seems like it's uh, kind of, it seems like it's fun from what I've seen. It's like first person instead of uh, third person, like Fortnite, and um, I like that better. I think. Yeah, Jordan. I mean, I know you said a little bit earlier, but like, what were your like, what, besides like, what makes you really interested in it a lot more? Well, you already know me and Pathfinder, man. That whole grapple. Yeah. Just amazing. George, Jordan's a huge around. fan of the mobility. Yeah, dude, I love mobility. I love the hiding in the corner, sniping boys, you know? Jordan is playing the game right now as we record this pilot episode of the podcast. I ain't playing Pathfinder, though. I'm trying. Which, going back into a little bit more of the podcast, since I need to remember this is the pilot, and I should be explaining things. Um, I'm trying, you know, but the plan is to be doing this whenever I can, obviously, with me and all my friends in school. It'll be tough. Um, at the very least, I would like to put up an episode once every two weeks. Uh, best case scenario would be once a week, maybe like every Sunday night or every Monday night. We'd rec- uh, put up an episode. 
But that's going to be it for now. Um, if I obviously get more time to do this, it'll be more fun and there will be a lot more things to talk about. But besides Apex, that's not the only game that came out this week. A few of the other games that, you know, kind of spotlight Crackdown 3. I know Jordan and me have had experiences with Crackdown in the past. Mm-hmm. Definitely seems like it'd be interesting. Um, Metro Exodus, I've never played that. Have any of you guys played any of the Metro series games? I know Michael got the pack on Xbox One. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. I never played it, though. I've never seen John, have you? Yeah, I thought it was a pretty good series. Uh, it's like some like post-apocalyptic game, right? Yeah, it's based off a book, actually. Huh? It's interesting. A book? Yeah. Really? I've never heard that before. Yeah. Or I don't I, know if I it's the that either. around or if it's like the... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like three... There's a couple of these games in the series, right? Yeah, yeah there's like, like Metro um, 2037, I think, or something. 2033. Mm-hmm. And then um, this new one that came out. Okay. Them, yeah. yeah, maybe I'll give them a shot one day. They seem really cool. I've only heard good things about them. Also, though, on a little bit of a different note, there's uh, everyone's favorite game, Yokai Watch 3. Guys, I don't know about they're you, but I third one. I didn't even know they were not even they're making a third one. A third one came out this week. Wait, yeah, I don't even know what that is. Is that yeah. like a Pokemon looking game? Yeah, that's the one that like I don't know. All right, so I know Jordan definitely remembers because I remember hyping it up you like see, crazy yeah. when it was first announced. You're so a... John, I don't, I don't know how much you remember when Yokai Watch was first announced, but it it's been out in Japan a lot longer than it's ever been out in America. And when it first got like Western nationalized, it was being hyped online and by like reviewers as the next Pokemon. Like people were saying, when this game came to America, Pokemon was gonna die down. It was gonna be that crazy. Nope. And then like I just remember being crazy hyped. I was like, holy shit, this is gonna be awesome. Like this is an amazing game. Telling all my buddies about it. And then it came out. I waited. I got the demo, and I was like, this game is actually trash. <laughs> like it was arguably the stupidest game I've ever played. Yeah, yeah I remember seeing like toys for it everywhere mm-hmm. and then they just disappeared because nobody gave it like <laughs> but they but the thing is they're making a third one it's like yeah, who's I mean, buying clearly it clearly there's some financial success with it if they're <laughs> gonna push it onto like the western market and i don't understand why because okay. no one i've ever met has been like oh i fucking love yokai watch like <laughs> what the hell is yokai watch i just remember it's got a cat Mascot. Can either of you guys name any of the yokais? Either yeah, of them. Yeah, see, I Agumon. didn't even realize that was like a noun. Like, <laughs> yo- like I, I didn't know what I thought that was. Yokais, like I didn't think they were beings. I thought that was. <laughs> the name yeah, of, dude, like, it's there. The the premise of it is the main kid like finds some like weird gumball vending machine in the forests, and in in it he puts like a cord or whatever, and a watch comes out. And he puts the watch on, and he can all of a sudden see these mythical creatures called, like, yokais. <laughs> it sounds like he just took, like, LSD or something. <laughs> like, seeing, like, creatures. That's the... But, like, I can't believe there's three of them. Like, I honestly am shocked when I was, like, looking up games to talk about that came out this week. That there's been... It's been it's, at least that financially successful. It's fucking crazy. It, like, it is. Nobody has ever spoken to me about that game or like displayed any interest whatsoever and the fact that they're on a third one is pretty unbelievable to me yeah it's uh (laughs) i'm shocked i don't know like i honestly want to google what some of the yokai i'm gonna google it right now while we record this podcast because i would love to know what some of the other yokai like the name of the yokai's name dude i don't even know yokai watch characters let's see is there a fan base for that over here? The yokai so, fandom. <laughs> dude, I don't know, but alright, so here's some of the names. There's Jibinyan, and these are like the Americanized names. Hover Nyan. Buchinyan. Gucci Neon. Manji Mutt. Tattletel. Walkappa. Mega Neon. Like these are like first of all, those don't even sound like like Pikachu sounds cool. Those just sounds like terrible, like, forest names. Don't make fun of my boy, Walgapa. Walgapa. Yo, Walgapa. I, I, I can't keep talking. This can't become a Yokai Watch podcast. We got to move on to the next game. One I know you guys were both excited about. You know what? Actually, we'll do that one last. How about Anthem? Anthem also came out this week. I guess we'll talk about Anthem for a little bit first. Uh, I mean, I never, I have kind of seen, haven't seen anything from Anthem in the past, like, week or so, even though I know it just came out. I do know what i have heard is that 
it was super hyped up to be really pretty, be a great game, and then it came out and it's basically a huge letdown like Destiny One was. Yup. So like, know, like mm-hmm. I don't know anything about that game. Like Jordan, I feel like you might know the be- most out of us. Like, could you explain it a, bit, a little better? Well, I can tell you right now that the most is not going to be enough. So mm-hmm. what I do remember is that at E3, the game looked kind of promising. Like it looked absolutely beautiful. It looked like a mix of like Destiny and Titanfall with those giant mechs and open world area. But yeah, they released like something a few weeks ago saying, "Oh, Anthem's going to have the graphics toned down a bit." And just the other day, I saw a comparison of what it looked like at E3 and what it looked like at, what was it called? Like, this week. Yeah. Boy, it got shut down. Like, there. Really? Yeah. Like, you can, like, I'll, I'll send the video later, but. Yeah, yeah, send the video after we record this. Just looking at it was pretty disappointing. That's super sad. I mean, honestly, I feel like a lot of people sadly started to expect that to happen to it. Like, John, I mean, it's basically like a, like Destiny almost, like a third person Destiny game. Um, you, I think you can only play online, like, you have to be connected to the internet, that kind of style game. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of games where you have to be online all the time. Yeah, it's, it's, I feel like, it's tough to also sell it, I, I feel like I'm getting ripped off when I buy a game that's online only. Like, when I have to pay $60 for a game that I have to have online for, because what if I don't have good internet, that ruins the experience. It's that, and, like, what if the game flops, and then you're just stuck with a game that doesn't have any servers, and it's just, like, you literally can't play it anymore? You can't do anything with it, yeah, so then you have to sell it to GameStop for, like, $2 and, like, a left arm, yeah. and, like, that be it. At that point, you might as well, like, dude, don't ever bring your shit to GameStop, like... <laughs> I have. I don't even buy games physically anymore. I, I was gonna say I don't. I also don't buy games physically anymore. I don't know, Jordan. Do you? I. I haven't. So, <laughs> June because <laughs> June twenty third. That's when I'm. A, that's when I gotta start buying it digitally. All right. Why? What's June twenty third? That's when my Best Buy membership expires. From when? Oh my god. You have a Best Buy membership still? Yeah, it lasts for two years. I got it. Damn. How much did you pay for it? Well, I thought it was free, but it was actually thirty bucks. I didn't. Oh my god! Because I thought it was taxed with the switch in the game I got, but it was not. After I looked it over. Wait, thirty dollar for a two year membership? Yeah, but that's not bad then. It ain't no, John. <laughs> I've gotten funny. great deals at Best Buy. Like we've gotten those ten bucks off with like all the new games coming out. Maybe like ten mm. bucks. But like behind how you got that? I'm gonna tell it. Is really fucking. Funny. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> so is there a more of an elaborate story? I'd love. Like again, share the stories, please. Yeah. Yeah. So. You know, John and I, the day, like, we both got some money, we were going to go into Best Buy and we were going to grab the Switch. Because John was telling me that Best Buy just like, a shipment in of Switches. Mm-hmm. We showed up about a couple, was it an hour before it opened? Probably an hour. And we just hung out in the parking lot. Afterwards, you know, the doors opened, we got in, and we got the Switches. So yeah. At the register, and the guy's like, hey, dude, what's up? You know, he's a little weird, but I'm like, all right. Yeah, I'm good. You know, greeting them like you do with the re- with the cashier people. Yeah. And as you would, you you politely greet them. You're right. Yeah. And at one point, he goes, "Would you like to sign up for our like Best Buy two year like gamer member?" Oh, that's where he got you. Hit you with the hook. No, huh? but, yeah, but he didn't mention anything about Moolah. So I'm like, "Oh, it, like it's a new program. I'll try it out." And I just get the thing. But then I get home. I look at the receipt, and it says I spent like, almost. You- on you Switch should stuff. always ask about the money. You should never just be like, "All right, yeah, sure," because there, it's never free. Yeah, I, I thought I could just sign up and have an account, not like put any money down. I was silly. No, no, yeah, no. You, you that's the dude. That whole like, that whole time when we got that like the switch, like there were so many key details in that story that were hilarious. You were like, like I'm, not, I'm probably not when we it. got in there. Oh, are you gonna talk about the kid? It was, yeah, there oh, was continue, a, there was John, a, please, add on to a, the story. There was a child uh-huh. in front of us in line when we were going to get the Switch, and this guy comes out, and he's like, okay, here's two Switches, and we thought those were the only ones in the store, and the <laughs> kid grabs both of them, and he's like, I want the black one, and I want the red and blue one, and I'm like, I would kill this kid right now, I would strangle him. John, 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 whoa, listen, I'm trying to get this stuff online, please. <laughs> Dude, I was gonna, I was about to deck a child for this Nintendo Switch, <laughs> but fortunately, he took us to the back, and there were like six or something. I was wait, like, wait, 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 the employee took you guys to the back? Uh, by the back, I mean the aisle with the video games in them. Oh, okay, alright, just making sure. <laughs> we went into the storage room. 
yeah, he took us was... and we were like, follow me, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, but then, so uh, did that little boy actually buy two switches? No, but he was a greedy little fucker, and he, I thought he was gonna get two of them. And I was like, "Your dad is spoiling you, and I hate you." But um, I, yeah, I never knew that, you had dude, this the, personal vendetta for this little like ten-year-old. Dude, I would have actually like punted him over a fence like a football if he Whoa. got two switches. Oh my god, John! I oh my gosh, dude! I mean, it's all He's... it's it's all for the shock factor. Oh, it's all, yeah, but, but it is no, just, John, like, is, John I, I felt, is not I would have felt the, the same anger if we didn't get those switches, because the kids just showed up, like, the moment the doors opened, you know? That kind of deal. Yeah, yeah this yeah, kid yeah. wasn't waiting for, like, an hour outside the Best Buy. You know, That's I, true. This he was probably... a personal, like, quest for me. I needed this fucking thing. <laughs> John's own, um, Odyssey. Dude, <laughs> the Odyssey a... of John Mello. That was a point when, like, the Switch was impossible to find in the stores, so I was not dude, about to fucking wait another, like, year and a half for them to get in stock. It was, dude, the Switch, that was such a bad time. So I don't know if I've ever told you, John, but when they first announced the Switch, I went to GameStop that night, like, immediately and pre-ordered one, like, without hesitation. Because I initially, the whole reason is I wanted Mario Kart. Like, I love Mario Kart, my favorite game. And I saw they announced the remake. I thought the remake was coming out the day of the Switch. So I pre-ordered it. Then like a month and a half, two months later came by and they announced that Mario Kart isn't coming out till like April, June. So I was like, oh, never mind. Like, I'm not going to buy a Switch right now. I can hold off. So I canceled the pre-order. When I was at GameStop, the guy was just like, you sure you want to do this? I'm like, yeah, I don't care. I'm not going to want it. Turns out I really wanted it because I saw how sick Zelda was. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, oh my God, I want to play Zelda. So I spent days every single day i would be looking online for like a store that sold a switch i bought a switch on amazon and i i got conned i got conned on amazon when i was trying to buy a switch amazon because someone was selling it and it was like a fraudulent account so i got charged 300 dollars, and then i had to like fight it my uh, quest for a switch was so hard i almost cried when i found one yeah i didn't know that yeah it looks like trouble yeah, apparently, like, Switches were the hardest things on Earth to find. Yeah. Like, I don't... Do you ever remember anything else being that difficult? All of Nintendo's stuff is fucking hard to get for some reason. The Amiibos, yeah. dude. <sighs> dude, yeah, like, the Amiibos. That's the I, whole like, reason I don't have them all is because of how dude, hard they were. I collect those little fuckers, and, like... Dude, when those things were coming out, it was, like... I had to camp outside of, like, Target and, like... Toys R Us before it closed and all that stuff and you I never knew you went that hard for Amiibos when they yeah, came I out. Yeah, I wanted those things, dude. Dr. Mario yeah, they, Amiibo. There was it a summer where me and my sibling played. wanted them and but like it was just so hard to get them all. So hard. Yeah, I know. My friend got me like a Bowser one and mm -hmm. then I was like, oh, I'm content with this and then I was like, <laughs> oh, Samus came out and I was like, I want the Samus one. And then um, it, it kind of just spiraled down from there, and now I'm in debt and I have no money. <laughs> but you have every oh. amiibo, though. That's a thing. Yeah, at least I have amiibos. Like, I can, you know, when I get hungry and I'm dying, I can eat Dr. Mario. And, you know, amiibos are used for Super Smash Brothers, which is a fighting game, which correlates back to the last game that came out this week, one that I think you guys are the most interested in, Jump Force, another fighting Super game. Super Smash. Look how sly... That like segue is so yeah guys talk to me about Jump Force. The Joker amiibo I know we've, is gonna we've be the had discussions about this all stores. week, but uh, for the podcast, I'd love let's uh let's discuss a little bit of anime fighting. Uh no, <laughs> game's ass. <laughs> ass, all right, ass. Jordan. Yeah, I think it's a game for the people, but it's not the best fighting game for a hard <laughs> like a hardcore fighter like myself. I'm more. Me, man. So, playing the whole, like, arena fighter is kind of weird for me. Like, yeah. Like, when Burning Blood came out, I played that just because, you know, big one-piece head. Love my guys. But, you know, the matchmaking kind of sucked. Nobody played it. And after a week, I became one of the best people in the Xbox servers, which I had. True. That's just how. He, that, I would say, Jordan, would you say that's your claim to fame? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't want to. By being one of the best. Like the best Sanji player in the world. Mm, I think, I think so. Mm. But John, I know, uh, I know a word you use with Jump Force is a cash grab, which yeah, it is. I feel like the thing is, 
I mean, we all play a decent amount of fighting games. I mean, I'm not the best. I would say I'm the worst out of all three of us. But we play a decent amount. And I just feel like all these anime fighters and, like, 3D ring fighters are just such cash grabs. Like, like Jordan said, the One Piece games, the Naruto games. Yeah, at least come Naruto out, was um, good. Like, the whole, like, what's like, it yeah, called? Like, yeah, at least the Naruto was made well. But, like, their matchmaking was ass. Mar- Naruto, Naruto, geez. Naruto's matchmaking was not put together well. Huh? It just like I feel like all these kind of games are just such cash grabs, except for Dragon Ball Fighters. Mm-hmm. Dude, let me tell you something about Jump Force, all right? I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to that. Okay. So, um, Jump Force is like I was playing it, and I was mm-hmm. playing it a lot. Yeah. And I was having fun with it, and it's just the only part of it that's fun is if you have a friend in the room, and you're playing like the fucking like three on three fighting. Yeah. But, like, that's only fun because, like, you have another person to entertain you and, like, sit next to you and, like, look at how ridiculous the game is. Mm-hmm. It, like, in the same room. I mean, the fighting is fun, but it's, like, really... It's just frustrating because you win by just hitting the square button as hard as you can, basically. And isn't it, and like, it, RT and a square button or something like that? Yeah, basically, like, there's no real, like... I'm sure people out there have figured out like combos and stuff like for uh, like the, like the most optimal like damage output or whatever. But yeah, as far as it it stands from like a casual perspective, it's just hitting the square button and you know seeing who can blow who up like the fastest. So I don't know. It can be fun, but like you know overall, in my opinion, the game's pretty ugly. It's got really bad animation. The story mode is fucking atrocious. Like, the hub world is stupid. Like, I don't know. I feel like John is just giving us, like, an IGN-level review style of, much <laughs> of Jump Force right now. No, it's just... Dude, tr- like, <laughs> no. look at the fucking face animations in that game. They're not... No, John, I agree with you. I, I really am liking hearing this. It's just funny to... Like, you, you, you sound like you know your shit, basically, by, like, stuff you're bringing out. It's really interesting. But, like... So Jump Force is a bust, but I'm interested to hear, like, I mean, we'll start with you still, John, or Jordan, whichever, like, some of your favorite fighting games, because, like I said, all three of us, I really want, I feel like for the pilot episode, I was kind of focused on making it around um, a little bit, like, fighting game themed, because I knew the two of you guys were going to be the ones that I had on today, and I know the three of us are definitely the most interested in fighting games. So, like, talk to me about your, like, experience with playing, like, fighting games and stuff. I don't know. Like, John introduced me to the world of Skullgirls yesterday and I thought or two days ago and it, it was a super pretty game and I never heard of it before. Yeah. So Skullgirls is but like that's a fun game. Mm-hmm. I used to play that on like Xbox three sixty when it came out and then I got it on PC. Yeah. Um and yeah, I've always just been interested in that purely because of the team behind it. Like I like the artist who uh does all the character sprites and the animation. Yeah. Um I met her at fucking uh, Anime Expo or something. The one in Boston? Yeah. An- oh, yeah, that's anime super Boston, cool. Yeah. And then I got, like, the whole cast of um, the voice actors and stuff signed, like, a piece of paper. Just, like, autographs really? and stuff. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. But, um, yeah, so anyway, I've just been into that game since it's, like... Creation it, or, yeah, like, basically. announcement. Yeah, um... And that game's really fun. It's pretty technical. It's mm-hmm. kind of... I would compare it more to, like, a Street Fighter. It's not... Yeah. Now, do you yeah. have experience... Did you ever play Street Fighter in, like, Mortal Kombat? Or was that never your, like, cup of tea? No, I mean... I never played Street Fighter, but I like Mortal Kombat, even though I'm horrible at it. Because it's mm-hmm. just... It's a little bit too much for me. Like, I have to memorize all the fucking buttons and stuff. Yeah. Um... It's just kind of, it's a little bit more difficult than, say, like, uh, an anime fighting oh. game, where, like Dragon Ball or um, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. Mm-hmm. Those games are, like, relatively simple. They're, like, yeah. easy to learn, but difficult to master. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jordan, what about, like, you? Huh? Like, oh, wow, Jordan. No, right, I so know Jordan we're talking about Apex fighting games, but what are we talking about? I don't know, like, what, like... Like your th- like, what are some of your favorite like fighting games you've played or like you like to play? Yeah, I guess we could start off with Super Smash Brothers. Going back to that conversation, oh. Super Smash Brothers. Jordan says Super Smash Brothers is definitely. I I mean I love Super Smash Brothers. 
it's always going to have a place in my heart. I don't know, like, you guys never played 64, right? Both of you guys got Melee first. Yeah. Too young. Like, yeah. what Super Smash Brothers was it for you guys where, like, you finally actually wanted to try to learn things about it? Definitely Wii U. Like, because that's when, like, we were all old. Yeah, like, when you guys had Brawl, you guys, like, I'm, like, I don't know about you guys, but when I had Brawl, when me and my buddies would play, I, we were still using Wiimote and Nunchuck, like, having a ball, trying to see who was the best with items on and everything. Disgusting. Yeah, I never really played Smash Brothers at, like, a technical level until I became friends with Jordan. Like, mm -hmm. I knew there was a mutual interest between us when it came to Nintendo games, but I didn't realize, yeah. like, I was like, oh, I'm good at Smash Brothers, and it was like... <laughs> me remembering how to play brawl with the fucking like nunchuck like he said and um i never even used the gamecube controller on the wii i never i was gonna say yeah i never used the gamecube controller on the wii either i just like i don't know why to my in my mind i always thought like wemo and nunchuck was the most compatible and the best controller to use and i was so wrong yeah, there's, like, significantly... I don't even know how the fuck it's possible. It's, like, there's so many less buttons on it and stuff. Do you think Do you think there are people out there playing Smash Ultimate with Joy-Cons? Yes! I'm sure there are, and I'm sure that they're having a difficult time. Like, how do you do... Like, there's, def, there's nowhere near enough buttons, right? It's portable. <laughs> no. Like, yeah, like, there's, what, like six buttons on a Joy-Con. In the GameCube controller already, I feel like, has minimal buttons. I get beat because some guy's using the freaking Joy-Con. So, I, I imagine just showing up to, like, a Smash tournament and this dude is just rocking the sideways Joy-Con. Controllers in you've your immediately, car. like, you've lost the C-Stick. <laughs> there, there's, like, I don't even know, man. Yeah, you don't, yeah. And, like, what would, and you have a D-pad, and what would the D-pad, I guess that'd be, like, to attack and jump and stuff. Oh, but, yeah, you've lost the C-stick. You've guess lost you a your... grab? Yeah, how do you grab? I guess with the shoulder <laughs> buttons. But then how do you shield? Well, you know how, like, when you hold it, like, uh, vertically, it's got, like, mm -hmm. the uh, fucking R button? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, but that would feel so weird. Like, all right, yeah. this already just doesn't seem like it's an enjoyable experience at all. No, I, I don't want to, I don't want to do that to myself. Don't How about like, try it. did you ever play the Soul Calibur games? No, but I saw that six came out, and I really mm -hmm. wanted to play it because two B's in it from uh, Near Automata. Oh, I forgot you guys have played Near Automata too, right? I've yeah. never played Near. Yeah, I guess like. I guess since it's a pilot episode too, we should kind of give a little bit of backstory. And since we're talking about that, why don't you like we all go down and like kind of mention some of the games that we enjoyed, some of our favorite games, and like our like history in the video game world, John. Yeah, well, I'm a big fan of Bookworm uh, Adventures Deluxe. I have all to right, agree. Jordan. All right, never mind. No, this was in the gaming world. No, well, I don't know, Jordan. Like, I guess in the like, the I would say, for instance, like. How I enjoy Switch games, like, I enjoy games on everything, but I also enjoy multiplayer games the most, and I enjoy a lot of story-driven games, more so than, like, open-world games. Like, I love Kingdom Hearts and, like, stuff like that over, like, games like Skyrim and Fallout, and, uh, like, I enjoy competitive esports and stuff like that, but I suck at games, so I don't play anything competitively, which is why the podcast is called A Bunch of Casuals, because all of us suck at video games. Well, Jordan's all right. Dang it, don't hype me up, man. I would say Jordan is, like, the only <laughs> one. Well, I don't, John, you're also good at games, but I feel like Jordan is, like, unnaturally just good at random games. Yeah, see, it's just, like, random ones. It's, like, like that fucking One Piece game. Or, like, the Kung Fu Panda game that Jordan yeah, loves what? talking about. That game's about. easy, dude. Just pick Master Croc, and you can lock people in a jab. But, Jordan, like, you are one of three people who have ever played that game before. And I'm proud of it. I like how all the characters in that Kung Fu Panda game are just like direct Smash Brothers, like Mr. Payne. Like, like there's a guy who did, like the fucking uh, Duck Man. <laughs> Mr. He, Ping. He's just a, yeah, Mr. Ping just has Ike's move set, and I don't know why. Ether. <laughs> he also has. The, yeah, he, he has the soup. You can heal with the soup. He, he has ether. And then there's, like, a chicken character, and he's just Fox. Like I was gonna say, Fox. isn't there a character who's literally just Fox? 
Yeah, it's pretty. That game's a fucking trip. <laughs> that was a fun I, bad game to play, though. Jordan has brought that game over my house once in my life, and we played it for like maybe 15 minutes, and we were like, "Yeah, no, never mind. Please put the game away, Jordan." You guys could have beat my master croc. It's not my fault. That's Kung Fu Panda, uh, Legend of Legendary Legends, or something. Showdown of Legendary <laughs> Legends. What's yeah. a pose name? Well, hey, we're talking a lot about the bad games like yeah. Kung Fu Panda. We just straight off, like, you were asking us a question, and then we got to this topic, so let's bring it back. Well, let's bring it back, but let's bring it back, and let's, let's chat, let's take all these good games and bad games. You know what they all have in common, guys? They're all games. They're all games, but, John, they all need to be rated, and games like... Dragon Ball Fighters and Smash Brothers get a lot better ratings than games like Kung Fu Panda Legends of Legendary Legends. Is that what it's called? Showdown of Legendary Legends. That's uh, that's an even worse name. Honestly, Legends of Legendary Legends sounds <laughs> so sounds, much better. Uh, <laughs> that sounds cooler. Just but I think it's time for us to play our first game of the Bunch of Casual podcasts. And I call this game <laughs> Olympic Hockey Nagano to the Last of Us. So... Huh? How this game works is I have comprised a list of five or six games that were rated from IGN. They can range anywhere from the game that got the worst rating on IGN, 0.0, .0 Olympic Hockey Nagano, to a game that's rated 10.0 like The Last of Us. You guys will have to guess from 0.0, .0 to 10.0 how you think the game got rated by IGN, not the community rating. Does that sound simple, guys? The better question is The Last of Us got a 10? Yeah, Last of Us got a 10. I don't think... That's a good game. I, I know... It was an amazing game. I know that, but yeah, I don't but think I any game should be rated a perfect rating. Like, there's there's a few games that got the, a 10. The, the bugs in The Last of Us? Like, whoo. I mean, it's it's a good game, but it ain't perfect. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I guess they just thought it would be... I don't know. And they gave Omega Ruby a 7 because there was too much water. All right. <laughs> Trust, I, but IGN fake news. Fake games. All right, listen, Jordan. We're we're not here to to discredit IGN's, you know, their legitimacy. That's my debacle. Let's hop in. All right. Well, the first does. Do you guys understand the rules? I should say. I think I got a good gist. I uh, I was able to grasp it. All right. Good. Just making sure. Well, I didn't know if some of you guys were a little bit behind the curve. So the first game is called Dragon Ball GT Final Bout. Have you guys heard of it before? Y'all thinking I've never heard of Dragon Ball GT Final Bout? I mean, I just I hear can't the... tell if that's serious or not. I hear the words. Isn't that game on like PS One? <laughs> yep. Yes, it is. Dude, yes, that game is fucking ass. <laughs> well, I guess John's gonna have a little bit of an idea on how it's gonna be rated, but Dude, I, I will disclose. I will disclose no other information. I will explain a bit, a little about the game. Dragon Ball GT Final Bout. It's a fighting game for the PlayStation 1 based on the animals anime series Dragon Ball GT. It was developed and released by Bandai in Japan, France, Spain, and North America in 1997. The game shares the distinction of being the first Dragon Ball game to be rendered in full 3D and the last Dragon Ball game to be produced for the PlayStation. Ooh. So, I will have Jordan go first for this one. <laughs> okay. Jordan, how what do you think this game's gonna be rated? I'll tell you, Kate. No, but I know GT gets a lot of bad rep, so I was already gonna assume it was gonna be like something. And hearing John's opinion on it just confirms that. So if I had to guess exactly what it was, I'm say uh, two point eight. Jo Jordan says two point eight, and obviously, if you get it right, that's the best. But you want to see, depending if neither of you can guess exactly who it is, it's whoever is the closest and stuff like that. Okay. So, Jordan says 2.8. John, what do you think Dragon Ball GT Final Bout is rated? I mean, knowing about this game and how completely broken it is, mm -hmm. I'm going to say that uh, the fine fellows at IGN probably gave it around a 5. <laughs> 5.5, maybe. <laughs> what? Why... Why so high if you think it's so bad? I think a 5 out of 10 is not that good. Yeah, but I guess you're right. Yeah, all right. So, I think so a you're 2 saying... is like 
that's too low. I was expecting you. I mean, I don't know anything about the game. I just know the reviews. But when you said it was bad, I was like, wow, John's going to go like one or two maybe. But you're saying, so So, what is your final number? Five, you said? I'm going to give it a five. Five. Okay. <clears throat> Dragon Ball GT Final Bout got a rating on IGN of 3.0. Oh. <laughs> it was that bad. I told you, dude. It was I, that. I gave it too much credit. I, I was like, yeah, Goku's in it. It's probably all right, but no. <laughs> no, it's it's bad. Yeah, it that it is that is very very bad. There's like there's like That is so bad. bad Dragon Ball games. 3 when I saw that, like I was expecting the Dragon Ball game to be good. I was not expecting it to be a 3.0. <laughs> oh my god. But we should move on to the next game. Our next game we're reviewing or guessing the review is Persona 4 Arena. That's a good one. Is the next Ooh. one. Persona 4 Arena is a fighting video game co-developed by Atlas and Arc System Works for arcades, PlayStation 3, and Xbox 360. Based on Atlas's Persona role-playing video game series, Arena serves as a direct sequel to the 2008 game Persona 4. Yeah, that's a Obviously, cool we're all big Persona fans. Have you guys ever played this game? I know I never have. I watched yeah, the show, him. and that's it. Jordan? No, you and I played it at uh, the arcade. Oh, the fighting game? Oh, yeah, we played the fighting game, but I never played Yeah, what do you think I'm talking no, about? No, no, I never played the actual Persona 4 game. I don't know what you were asking. Uh, no, 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 but you've, you've played the fighting game. Yeah. We're, we're, we're talking about the fighting game. Jordan, if you couldn't tell there's a theme to this. Yeah, I know, but I thought you were just asking. Persona 4. No. The fighters. So you get so is the fighting game good? Yeah. I like it. I think it's fun. Ooh, I just dropped But I'm also very biased because I like Persona 4. You yeah, I was gonna say. Do you like Persona 4 better than Persona 5 or no? Uh oh. Persona 5 is my baby. Persona 5 Franco Coon. Franco. Oh, Franco Coon. Persona 5. So John then then with with that said, John, what what would you rate Persona 4 fight arena. Uh maybe like an 8. An 8 like an 8.0 or uh, like 8. Point, let's give it an 8.2. Ooh. 8.2. You're going hard. Now we're finally getting some decimals from John. All right, Jordan, what about you? Think Persona 4 Arena, what would you say it's rated? All right, kids. Now before I give my answer, I got to ask. Yes. First Persona 4 fighting game or is this the remake that came out? This is this is the arena. This is the one that came out for for um. Like, what do you mean the re? What do you mean? Have did they make two? Well, there's will Persona Four Arena Ultimax, and then there's Persona Four. This is the one that came out for the PS3 and Xbox 360 in 2012. 2012 is what is what I is what it says. Is, it, is the cover yellow or blue? <laughs> uh, oh, I feel Jordan. This is not 20 questions. Well, I mean, I can give you the, the... I cannot see a cover because it is the an IGN review. All right. Well, since I don't have that knowledge, it says it says PS3, Xbox 360, so it definitely isn't the remake. It's definitely the original one. Okay. So my, all right. I think. I, mm hmm I'm gonna go with a seven point three. Seven. A seven point three. Ooh, all right, interesting. Jordan is definitely going with the lower numbers here. Definitely, definitely unique to see. It this. wasn't the remake. So, it wasn't the remake. Persona Four Arena got a rating of a nine point oh. See, I was, I was close. Dude. Yeah, you were, dude. You you were a lot more close. IGN must have loved this game. It must have been really good then. Yeah. If it got if it got a rating of a nine point oh. Oh, I like. Yeah, fighting games are usually rated pretty highly, actually. Except that well, GT except game. for Dragon Ball GT Final Bout. It, it, does that count as a fighting game? Even. <laughs> I'd like to think it counts as a fighting game. The game is just booty. I would. I need to. After we record this, I think I'm actually gonna watch a <laughs> look, video of this. Look game. it up. Look up a playthrough <laughs> of that fucking game. Uh, there's playthroughs. Oh my god, I didn't know there was a story mode. Yeah, it's disgusting. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Well, let's move on. So it's tied one to one right now. With John being closest to the second game and Jordan being closest to the first one. Game number three, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Dear Lord, for the PlayStation? The, the whole franchise. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is a fighting video game developed by Capcom based in Hirohiko Araki's manga on the same title. The game was developed by the same team who are responsible for the Street Fighter 3 series. And it was for... The PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360. Oh. 
I know which one. I, I don't remember if this one's the shitty one or not. It's uh, a re like, it's like the open world one. I don't know what word to use. Okay, because there's like there's like one shitty JoJo's Bizarre Adventure fighting game. Oh, which one is it? I don't know. Is it literally just called JoJo's Bizarre It's Adventure? literally just... Also, you guys should not... Don't be Googling this. I'm not. I'm not Googling it. All right, because, like, I can see Jordan's webcam for those of you listening to this, but I can't see John. So I just want to make sure that nothing slides happening. Yes, it, it is literally just called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, what kind of... It's for Xbox 360? It is for Xbox 360, PS3. It is uh, a it is a fighting game. What kind and of basically game? you you play as the Joe Stars. Epic. Like from Iggy to like at yeah, you play you can play cool. as different fighting guys. Please deal. So uh Jordan will go with Jordan first, since John went first last game. What do you think JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is rated? This is gonna be a tough one. It is gonna be a tough one. They weren't they are not all gonna be easy. No, because I don't remember if this is the one I, I saw a ladder. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan is thinking hard right now. If you could see what he looks like. Yeah, I got my thinking cap on. All right, give me a moment. Cause I saw, oh, I saw gameplay of this like, what do they called it? Like world open world fighter, mm -hmm. arena fighter, something like that. And it all right. that great. It wasn't that popular. Okay. I think I'm just gonna assume it's that one you're talking about. All right. A solid. 6.5. Jordan's going with a 6.5. He he's got he's sticking with his gut, John. Well, I, well, I don't I still don't know what kind of fighting game it is. Is it traditional or is it a, is it an arena? It's it's made that? by the people who made Street Fighter 3, so I would assume it's like a traditional fighting oh, game. Oh no. Well, if it's what if it's the game I think it is, I'm going to say probably like an 8. An 8. Yeah. 8.0, what, what kind of... Just a straight 8. Just a straight 8. Straight 8. Well, it must be the one that John's thinking of, because JoJo's Bizarre Adventure was rated 8.5. 8.5? Yeah, close, another... Dude. The best way to describe JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is that it is a strange and entertaining jaunt into the realm of fighting. If an attempt of, at something different while keeping the true spirit of Capcom fighting is what you're looking for, then JoJo is for, for you. Have fun, was the verdict. So John is at two. Jordan is at one. This could be match point if John wins this one, folks. Let me find the next game where we're looking at this. I, I have to say, though, I've loved your reasonings behind it. <laughs> like, what? why you think... Oh. It's rated what? Like hearing it? Yeah. What what's the matter, Jordan? I just looked the game up. It was not the one I was thinking of. It was not the one you were thinking no, of? No, it was not. Yeah, it's like pixel graphics, right? Yeah, it's like it's also yeah. 2D, so it's Yeah, that's what I mean. Alright. Yeah. The next game is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Danger of the Ooze. Excuse there's Yo, not there's... Dude, you're just bringing up games <laughs> that I played when I was like a little kid. Like I, I, I Jordan, I swear there's no collusion with John and I, I promise. No. The only I'm one saying you've played, played this game? There's... Yeah, dude. I've never heard of this game before. There... So I'll explain Jordan, have you played this game? I got questions. Yes, yeah, Jordan, please. I'm I'm always open to answer. There's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fighting game out there. Oh yes. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Danger of the Ooze. And we're not talking in just Teenage Mutant Ninja DLC. Turtles. Nope. Danger of the Ooze is a 2.5D platform video game developed by Wayforge Technologies and published by Activision. It's the second video game based off the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles TV series and features elements from the show's second and third seasons. So it is a 2.5D fighting video game. Huh. Man. Now, John, Jordan went first last time. I'll give. I'll throw it back to you. What do you think? You've played this game. Yeah. You you might have a slight edge because of that. Yeah, I don't know about that because uh, I was a very wee lad. Mhm. Mm and I also was a, a wee lad who fucking loved Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> so so like, could there be a little bit of bias? Yeah, a huge amount of bias. I was like, whoa! I get to play as fucking Michelangelo and. Donnie. Kick Donatello in the Donatello. face. Donatello. <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, probably, like, thinking about it, it's probably shit. 
So, he spent this whole time hyping this game up, and then he's like, you know what? Yeah, it probably sucked. Yeah, it's probably shit. I'm, I'm <laughs> going to give it a fucking, like, four and a half. Four, four and a half. Yeah. Four and a half. All right. Jordan. Legend of the Ooze. <laughs> Legend of the Ooze. Jordan, what is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Danger of the Ooze. I learned... Oh, oh, danger. Danger of if the Ooze. I've learned anything throughout these... Yeah. rounds i've learned yeah. ign rates their games weird. they're a little crazy in the ign <laughs> headquarters so if this game is absolutely trash according to what john's saying then it must be average over at the headquarters <laughs> all right my vote for teenage ninja turtle danger of the ooze it's gonna be a six i'm gonna give it a solid six just in- a six yeah solid a straight up six solid six solid snake all right Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Danger of the Ooze was rated 5.0 exactly. It's Jordan, like, when you were when you were saying how you think they think it's exactly average, I'm like, oh shit, he's going to say 5.0. Jordan's going to win this one. And then you went a little above 5.0. You gave him you gave them a little too much credit. So, yeah, they don't deserve that. <laughs> uh just just some key. So, IGN said some of the pros of this game were the ability unlocks. I don't know if you remember that at all, John. Ability and the combat encounter design. They said some of the n- negatives were it was generic and lifeless. <laughs> yeah. Tedious like... backtracking and bad cutscenes. Bad cutscenes. <laughs> Does that killer. ring a bell, John? Or no. Uh, I remember just being fucking enthralled when playing that game. To be honest with you. Just just living life as happy as you could be. Yeah, I mean, what more does a child want than to see the Ninja Turtles fight each other in the sewer, to be honest? that That's very... That's a good point. That's honestly symbolic. So John is going to win this one. He, he, he's gotten three to Jordan's one. However, hey, you still number? have a final. Was a four? John, John had four and a half. So John was only 0.5 off. Yeah, it was... If you chose 5.5, I would have had to call a tie or something. Yeah, it was it was very close that last one, but so John wins the first ever game of I don't even remember some shitty hockey game to The Last of Us. The name might be changing <laughs> within the next. <laughs> Dude, that is way too long of a name. I've immediately yeah, regretted. Pick like, pick like a shitty game that got <laughs> rated low that people know of, not like <laughs> hockey at the Olympics, like whatever it was. I don't even fucking know. <laughs> so so what you're saying is episode one. Or should is this episode one or is this episode double zero? What should we have this episode? Is there be? gonna be a single zero? It should be double zero. Yeah. So episode one, maybe we should just call it a different name, is what you're saying? Yeah. Well, this is we're fucking figuring it out with this one. Yeah. Th- yeah. This is like we're we're testing the waters, right? Yeah. This is. Uh, yeah. We're just seeing where this goes. Yeah. Well. Anyways. So John won the first game. Three to one. However, we do still have a final last game, just in case if Jordan won this one. So, Jordan, you can at least try to make it only a three to two loss. Double or nothing. You ready for the final game, guys? We... The final game is Bikini Karate Babes. What? Oh, I remember Bikini... that one from my childhood. No, I, <laughs> I gotta go. Bikini Karate Babes is a 2D fighting video game that uses digitized graphics developed by Creative Edge Studios. It features an all-female cast of 19 fighters. That's a lot of fighters. Holy shit. That's a lot of bikinis, All dude. clad in bikinis and played by real actresses. It came out in 2002 for the mic- for Microsoft Windows and Mac. <laughs> Not even for a console. The first- nope. Microsoft and Mac. You think consoles would allow this? Jesus Christ, Jordan. You are wrong. What is all it right. rated by the ESRB? <laughs> it is, uh, that's a good question. It is rated by the ESRB. How do I see this? Development? Oh, wait, I could probably back out and see this. Um, so there, I don't see any rating. That's not a good sign. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look it up. There is an IGN review, though. It's definitely M. It's either M or AO, but I really don't. Oh, they made a third one? And they made a movie off of it. <laughs> a movie? I'm disgusted. Yeah, Bikini Karate Babe. I'm so proud. Oh, wait, nope, never mind. I guess IMDb just does video games. I'm an idiot. Uh, I'm actually dumb. 
Yeah, there's no rating, or at least I can't find one. All right, so unfortunately there was no ESRB rating. But Jordan, what do you think it was IGN rating? Bikini Karate Babes. 10 out of 10 would play with the boobs again. Oh my god. No, I don't <laughs> know. Play with the lids. This, this, There's got to be a... This sounds so gross of a game. Bikini players. The, it's just dead or alive. Yeah, basically, that's the first like thing a I shitty of. version of it. You're testing me. I mean, was it? Do you think it was rated better than Dragon Ball GT? <laughs> Probably for the. Do the babes have it over Goku? That got a three point out, just for pre reference. You know what, Bikini Babes, uh, Bungaloo Part Two. I'm gonna give it a five point three five. All right, well, that doesn't work, so I'm going to give you a 5.4 since we round up here. Sorry, if I lose my point one, <laughs> if, if you lose my point one, John, what is Bikini... I don't even... Karate Bikini Babes. Bikini Karate Babes? I already forgot the name of this game. What is Bikini Karate Babes rated, John? Um, whatever they gave it is not good enough. <laughs> that title like that. Is there... Man, I hope there's like a whole like plethora of these games where it's like bikini like tai chi game like babes <laughs> like just different martial arts but i don't i'm gonna give that fucker a, like a two it sounds horrible a two like a 2.0 you yeah, think just a or straight two, two like two. ign's like this game is evil and misogynistic well uh I, I don't know if ign thought it was evil or misogynistic but they thought it was bad they gave it a 1.5 see i told y'all <laughs> nobody respects you. the fighting games anymore so, uh, yeah, apparently nobody does respect the fighting games. John wins this one 4-1. to one. Uh, Jordan, you, you started off hot. You, uh... That one you, I guess answer. That one, Jordan, Jordan got the first one right, and then after that, he apparently forgot what IGN was. I hit him with a four-stock. He hit him with a four-stock. This fighting game uh, episode was definitely a huge success, but I think it's about time we wrap up the pilot episode. This was a lot longer than I thought, which I'm not complaining about. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. Uh, again, we are a bunch of casuals. We're a comedy gaming podcast every other week or every week. My name is Cage Apollo. You can find us at our Twitter, which is, if you give me one second, as my load up my Twitter. John and my, uh, Jordan, where can they find you if they want to, you know, like what? Like your uh, gamer tags, where could they find Nowhere. you? Nowhere. I don't use any social media anymore. <laughs> All right. Never mind. I'm sorry. John. It's the truth. <laughs> I only just like stuff on Twitter. That's about it. If you see something I like, then that's me. Go find me. Well, they stalled long enough for me to say we have a Twitter, a bunch of casuals, and the Twitter is bunch of casuals. There's no A, just bunch of casuals, at bunch of casuals. That is our Twitter, and we all will be starting to use that. Uh, thank you, John and Jordan, for coming on. Hopefully you guys had a good time for this first episode. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm sure we'll, I'll have you on either next week or if not next week, the week after that. And uh, hopefully you guys are enjoying this that are seeing this. Don't forget to leave feedback. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, and what you think we should do better for the next podcast in the future. Alrighty, guys. Anything else you want to say? Yeah, just uh, when you leave feedback, uh, don't uh, don't attack me personally. I'm very sensitive. <laughs> you can attack Jordan, though. Yeah, that's fine. Go to my Patreon. No.